The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And I am so glad that you can join me today. I would like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on Facebook on the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to remind everybody that you can also connect with me over there, excuse me, on Voice America TV. You can just go to voiceamerica.tv, look up The Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden. It's a show about gardening, yes, but it's also a show about gardening mindfully. And speaking of mindfulness, today we have a guest that will be talking about blending the world of traditional psychology with the world of spirituality. But before we get into that, I'd like to tell everybody that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest today, who is Dr. Jana Fond. Please, Always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. So welcome, Dr. Jana. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dr. Chase. I appreciate being on your show. Well, I am excited to have you. You know, last week I had an individual who was a psychic medium, and today we're going to find out from a person who has connected with a psychic medium and is blending that idea with traditional psychology. So before we get into that, let me tell everybody that's listening a little bit about you. Dr. Jana Fon, PsyD, LMFT, is a licensed marriage and family therapist with over 20 years of extensive training and experience working with adults, adolescents, and children. She is the author of Everything Will Be Okay, Blending Psychology and Spirituality to Heal Ourselves. Currently, she has a private practice in San Mateo, California, where she treats adult individuals and couples. Her success with thousands of clients had been 
until recently a traditional science-based approach of psychology. Following the death of her mother, Dr. Fawn turned to a psychic medium to open her eyes to a whole new way of mapping out our past, present, and future lives. In Everything Will Be Okay, Dr. Fawn shares her methods on how to blend the best of psychological and spiritual worlds. So, Dr. Jana, first, let's find out how do you define spiritual? Mm, Good question. So, you know, never in a million years did I think that I was going to be in this position, Uh, at least probably six years ago I didn't. I, carrying over from your last conversation with somebody who was a psychic medium, and I'll just say I am not a psychic medium. I've gone (laughs) to one, or I've gone to a few, but uh, one in particular that's, excuse me, Ben, seems to be really accurate. But I define spiritual as far as getting information from beyond, information from ways that uh, I can't see, uh, understanding the soul, and being able to have a different way of approaching things that come at you in life. Okay. Well, it's certainly a very broad and acceptable, as if any definition of the spiritual world is unacceptable. I I didn't really intend to go there. But uh, so you have written a book, Everything Will Be Okay. And that's the main title of the book. But uh, the whole point of the book is to tell people how you have blended the psychology and the spirituality worlds Uh to heal ourselves. So now what inspired you to write this book? So about five years ago, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, and she was already diagnosed with late-stage cancer. So within six months, she passed away. And she was pretty young, so I, I, uh, I was shocked, and I still felt like I needed to connect with her. I didn't get everything I wanted to from her. So my purpose of originally meeting with a psychic medium was, you know, how, hey, Mom, how are you? How are things? You know, what's life? What's, what, uh, you know, are you still around? What's happening? And I certainly got that from speaking to the psychic medium, but he then kind of added in at the end, um, and by the way, you're off track. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I, I began to hear this, that I was not doing what I should be doing, and that I, you know, that the universe would begin to kind of conspire against me and gently guide me in the direction I was needing to be in, but I needed to be aware of the signs. And I guess that's another indication of spirituality, sometimes reading the things that are happening to us that are happening and not seeing them as purely coincidence. So, and I'm really of the belief that there are no coincidences. Things always happen for a reason. And if you can see that, then maybe there's a way to not necessarily see the things that are happening and feel like, oh gosh, that happened again, or oh no. But seeing them as, okay, what what am I missing? What do I need to be aware of? So, my this psychic medium ended up telling me that I needed to 
help people, and I needed to help more people than just came through my door and to my to my office. So uh, he actually said that I was meant to write a book, and I was like, "What?" So he <laughs> told me, <laughs> "I said, no, not me. I think you must be meeting somebody else." And he said, "No, you." And but he didn't tell me what to put in the book. He didn't tell me, you know, how to write it, what to do. I had to figure all that out on my own. And it was really an amazing process. But I started finding that when I took the information from him and little by little started applying that to my clients and dropping little bits of information, using different language with them, talking about the soul and how the universe is guiding you and how how you know how you're how there's the people who are who have passed are trying to you know send messages and are still with you. I saw amazing transformational experiences with them, and that really gave me the push to see if well if my clients are making these kind of these transformations, I it needs to be more readily available for the general public. So that's how I did it. Well, and it, it just sounds like when. You're talking about the traditional psychology approach, which, as you have said and you say in your book, is a science-based approach, which, uh, you know, how do you define science? But anyway, right. <laughs> um, it, it's a science-based approach of talking and uh, doing certain activities to help people break through. But what you're saying is, when you opened up the idea that there may be something else that you can connect to, you saw breakthroughs that you didn't see before? Is that is that it? Exactly. You know, I think that when you talk about traditional psychology or you think about psychotherapists and how they work with clients, a lot of people think, tell me about your childhood, what happened with your parents, you know, they kind of stick more to that and, you know, and for me, yeah, I incorporate that too, but it's much, much more than that and when when I begin to use the 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 two and certainly some people are not as receptive to it as others so i'm always trying to see how receptive somebody is i certainly don't want to hit a wall with anybody but as soon as i begin to ask people well what's happening in your life and what what was it that you know what was that brick wall that you hit tell me about it what what's happening and hmm, what kind of messages might the universe be sent be sending you and then I start to begin with talking with people about intuition and instinct. And, yeah, and it's harder to, it's, it's whereas in psychology, you know, we have years and years of, of Dr. Freud and other theorists who have, you know, who have, who they have research studies to back things up. But in the talking as far as the spiritual piece of it, there's really not as much there to back it up. So, uh, but, but I saw changes in people and they actually didn't need to see me for as long they didn't have to spend as much money on therapy so it 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 became very helpful from my point for them well and and it's uh kind of out there to think about you're wanting to help people help themselves and 
get away from the uh, psychologist's couch, as it were. And th- that's a really uh, right. refreshing point of view that, that you don't want to make a permanent customer of individuals by blending the spiritual right. world with yeah. the traditional psychology world. Yeah, well, I would, yeah go ahead. No, no, I I was going to say we just have a few seconds before our break, but, um, you know, rather than get into anything else at this point, let's just go on the break. So, folks, don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I have my guest with me today, Dr. Jana Fond, who is a psychologist and is blending traditional psychology with the spiritual world. And just before the break, we were talking a bit about how, in her experience, blending the psychology with the spiritual world has really increased the ability for her clients to help themselves to get off of the psychologist's couch, as it were. And that's a very refreshing point that uh, you're not tying people to you forever for your therapy. Yeah, no, no. I just have to make one correction. I'm actually a psychotherapist. It's psychotherapist. Not a okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Psychotherapist is the technical word, but yeah, <laughs> psychotherapist, psychologist. I mean, yeah. I my point is, 
I don't want people to have to come in and, you know, have a therapist for years and years and years. I mean, I think that therapy serves a purpose and certainly some people need to, a lot of people need to have somebody to talk to and to get guidance. Sometimes you don't always get that from your uh, you know, your circle of people, your family, your friends. But I, I want to help people to begin to develop their own framework of how to uh, deal with things that come to them and process them, uh, ride the wave, so to speak, and, you know, work with things because things will come to you throughout your whole life. But to be able to uh, process them and not get uh, bogged down by them. Well, and that's a great, great, great philosophy. And do you get a little bit of pushback from your traditional psychotherapy colleagues in blending these two theories? Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure some people probably think I'm a little out there and uh, a little on the woo-woo side, but... <laughs> You know, I <laughs> I need to be true to my heart, and I need to be authentic. And once I stopped fighting that, it's amazing what happens. And I would love everybody to try to be authentic and genuine to who they are. But yes, not everybody sees what I do as uh, value. But, you know, the people who get help from it... Um, I'm hoping, you know, they will, and maybe they'll have some kind of shift, and that's all I can hope for, but I don't, you know, I'm not, I can't worry so much about what other people think. That's what I've learned. Well, just how do you blend those two theories of psychology and spirituality? So, good question. You know, I, so I first begin, you know, I'll, I think the people who usually come to see me know a little bit about me, and a lot of people who come really like the fact that I incorporate spirituality, and I'm not so traditional, and I'm not going to stick with, you know, their early childhood and, you know, spending year, you know, spending months or years on their early childhood. So <laughs> for me, I talk about, um, I begin by, uh, developing a series of questions. And, you know, one really important one is I ask people, what, what, do, your, what do your instincts tell you when, when problems arise or when you're at a fork in the road? What's your gut tell you? And when I mean your gut, I mean your heart. And some people get so caught up in their head and they overthink things. So, Trusting, beginning to listen to your own instincts, your internal compass. And it sounds easier than it is for some people, and some people don't even know how to listen to their, their self. But when you think about, and this is how I think about it and how I talk with my clients, but when you begin to think about your, your instincts, your gut reaction, 
you know, my feeling is those are guides, actually. Those are different spiritual guides. And, you know, everybody, in my belief, has a soul. And your soul isn't necessarily just from this lifetime. It's also from past lifetimes. And each time you try to get a little further ahead as to what you need to learn. And the universe is kind of gently putting things in front of you, not to try to throw you off and not to um, make you drown, but to try to help you learn lessons and gently learn things so that your soul can grow. So I begin to use that language, help people think in a different way, and begin to not not be upset by the things that might come into their life, but kind of to anticipate them to and to kind of where waves in it, the ocean can be very difficult and unruly, and sometimes they can make you feel like you drown. Ride them like a surfboard. Ride them and enjoy it and find a way to ride it out. So that's how I try to work with people. Well, that that's excellent. And so about five years ago, when, uh, when your mother passed away, you found the psychic medium with whom you connected well, and... Uh, said that you were to write this book, but you didn't know what a book would be or anything like that. So tell us a little bit about your journey to discovering what to write in your book. (laughs) Let me tell you, I fought that tooth and nail. Boy, did I not (laughs) want to write a book. I did not think I had a book in me. I hated writing. In fact, it took me 10 years to write my dissertation. I had my (laughs) doctorate. I I sat there and I finished all my classes and all my casework. And I didn't even, I was like, I'm so sick of school. I'm so sick of writing. I was on the cusp of getting my doctorate. And I said, there's no way that I'm going to write this dissertation. So when I finally finished, and what got me to finish my dissertation was my mother on her deathbed saying, can I please see you become a doctor? And I'm like, oh, God, please. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like that to motivate a person. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I finally, I finished my dissertation, like, to make my mother happy. And I think it made me happy, too. But um, that's what it took to get me to write my dissertation. So when I was told that I need to write a book, just when I had finished my dissertation and gotten my doctorate degree, I thought, oh, no, there's no way. So, but, you know, the universe also kept providing me with signs and different openings and things that would happen, Um, you know, certain doors closed and things came to me and it, it really made it very clear that this is what I needed to do. So that's kind of how I came about it. Um, You know, I want to add something else in having to do with, I know your show is about being able to... um, to deal with things that come and heal from different things that also come from the environment and from within. You know, recently, my psychic medium has said to me that um, this person of, of who I really trust and his, the, his predictions have, for the most part, almost every single one have come true. So he has said to me that in a little bit, Come this fall, later on, there will be an economic crisis coming up that will begin to throw us all in a in a kind of in a tailspin. And but it's really important to keep remembering that that will pass at some point. 
um, some point soon, like by, by, I think by January, February, but that we all have to stay really calm and grounded and try not to let that throw us. So that's even more of a reason why I wanted to be a guest on your show. Well, uh, and, and that is really the title of your book, Everything Will Be Okay, even though you are pointing towards the uh, individual, there is also the blending, shall we say, of, of groups of people. And uh, I, I have mentioned this on the show many times on how we as an individual are very important on the healing of this planet, mm-hmm. that uh, we maintain that high positive energy vibration in our bodies uh, and bring other people along with us. So, yeah, it's an extraordinarily relevant topic these days that to know that everything will be okay. Um, Not not so much from the, the aspect of future, but even really what's going on today just... Mm-hmm. All around us, there is just tons and tons and tons of of negative. Yeah. So you know, it's I I recently I saw it late. I saw this movie called Tomorrowland with George Clooney. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you should see it. It's an interesting movie, and from the point of one of the things that comes up in the movie, and I think this is where um, you know Hollywood is trying to enlighten us and enlighten the collective consciousness as well. But in that movie, um, you know, there's this machine that's sending out negative negativity and negative energy. And it actually starts shifting people's thinking in, you know, from a positive standpoint to a negative standpoint. And that each person, each individual is so important in thinking positive and that you think that one person doesn't matter in, you know, because other people might think positive. But each individual person has contributes energy towards you know towards our towards our world, and each person can make a difference just in how they think and what they put out there. So I'm really of the of the viewpoint that positivity and positive thoughts and you know service to others can make a big difference no matter what you do. Well, and. It, it really can be very difficult to maintain that high vibration. And, you know, I, I really would like to guide people back to past shows where I've got several different guests that talk about maintaining that uh, positive vibration. And uh-huh. there, there are so many of them. And really, without exception... My guests have said, stay away from the media and watching the news and yes. reading the newspapers, yes. whether it's online or otherwise, because right. that is the thing that will take you down. And I've always been of the mindset that if it's important you will find out about it right. <laughs> somehow. Right. Yeah. Unless you're a hermit in a cave on a mountain. Right. Uh, right. And if you are, then you're not even listening to this show. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, well, uh, Dr. Jenna, I, it, it is time for a break again. Okay. So when we come back, let's talk a little bit about your book. Okay. Folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and I have my guest today, Dr. Jenna Fawn. But before we get back into the subject of our show, I'd like to remind everybody that you can catch me on Facebook, The Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Jenna Fawn is a psychotherapist that has written this book called Everything Will Be Okay. And just before the break, we were talking about how that we really needed to stay in a positive mindset, not only as individuals, but as a group, as a collective of individuals, staying in that positive mindset, which will considerably help that feeling of everything is going to be okay. Now, Dr. Jana, you have this very interesting statement that uh, you picked up from Michael Phelps, the Olympic swimmer. So, yes, tell our audience what you heard. So Michael Phelps, who we all, who, well, most people know, who's an Olympic athlete who has the most medals of any Olympian ever around. I mean, I think he has 28 medals uh, from all his Olympics that he's attended. The next one who has the most medals next to him has eight. So he really is driven. He knows how to um, surpass limits and feels that, you know, there are no limits. And he really stays in this place of, of exceptionality. 
So he, he recently, they were interviewing him during this recent interview. I think it was Bob Costas interviewing him and asked him, um, hey, what is it that, what is it that makes you successful? How do you, um, how do, you know, how do you do it and how do you work, um, how do you work with your team in helping them? Because we all know that Michael can do it on his own and knows how to, how to, how to push past any, any, uh, any walls that he might see. But how does he help three other teammates? Because they have to work as a team in these relay events. And he said, it was amazing, he said, well, I, I start off and I start off and I remind everybody that the most important thing is to stay positive. If you have any negative thoughts, any negative, any fears, any negativity at all, leave it, leave it where it is. Don't bring it, don't bring it up. Don't, don't say it out here. Don't even think it. I don't want to know anything negative. You, you do not even put that out there. And I thought that was amazing just as far as embracing positivity and keeping a positive vibration and keeping your higher vibration. He really, he, he, he echoed something that I believe. So, Yeah. Okay, and and so this is kind of going right back to the idea that everything will be okay. That is a positive mindset to keep going. And you've written this book about that. Um, what do you really want your readers to come away with? Uh, just how to have a positive mindset, or is there more to the book? No, there's much more. So in my book, I, I have different sections. I talk about, you know, I, I think it's one thing to just kind of very simply say, everything will be okay. But I think for each interaction, each situation that comes to you, you know, you have to be able to pick it apart and be able to um, be able to understand. So I talk about uh, components of change. I have in there about five components of change. I talk about how, you know, how does family affect your interactions? How do different people affect your interaction? I mean, I think most people are looking for, you know, they're either looking for a, a soulmate or they have difficulties in their relations. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of trickled throughout as far as different very practical uh, ways that you can approach situations, problems that are put in your path. Would you say it's kind of like a reference book that you can say, well, I'm having some troubles with my brother or sister, and so what does Dr. Jana have to say about that? Would, would, would that be an, a good assessment? Very much so, and I think it, it, it's certainly a reference manual from from <laughs> from what I think. And I think that people could even take my book. You know, they might have. I've even had clients say, "I just even read. I, I looked through. I saw your five components of change. Wow, you even just helped me." One of my components of change talks about procrastination, and somebody said, "Oh my gosh, that really hit home." And just through that, I was able to take care of things that I've been that I've been procrastinating and realizing how I've been self-sabotaging. So it's kind of through that process, and that's, you know, it, it is a blend of the two theories of psychology and spirituality where I give people practical ways that they can deal with things because 
certainly the objective is to 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 raise vibrations to echo what you said as far as staying positive and staying away from the media and all these things that can you know bring you down and make you feel bad or bring out uh, and make you feel like you want to be against somebody well none of that's going to help you so it's so important to be able to stay focused on what you need to be focused on. Well, and really, uh, one of the things that that I have talked about time and time again on this show is how we as individuals really need to be guided by our heart instead of our head. Mm-hmm. And when I say the heart, that that is really, in my definition, our spiritual selves. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the practical advice that you're giving in the book is just that practical and thinking with the head. How do you guide people in your book to think with their heart or their intuition? Well, I think it's a combination of the two. But you're right. I often describe to people <clears throat> that you that usually where conflicts come about is when there's this tug of war between the head and the heart, and the the head is overthinking what the heart wants, and it's usually the head that's it's usually your own your own head that's getting in your own way. But if you follow your heart, your heart, your intuition, your own instincts, I mean, that's usually when people stop seeing me. They develop their ability to listen to their heart, to listen to what their true self says. I mean, people sometimes, they, they repeat patterns over and over again. They can stay stuck for weeks, months, years, but, and frequently their heart is telling them one thing, their head is telling them another thing. They're not listening to their head. And when they finally listen to their heart, they get out of that and they are able to push forward. And sometimes they even start hitting themselves over the head with a hammer thinking, oh, why did I do that? Look at how long I stayed in that for. But, you know, rather than seeing that like, wow, congratulations, you, you did it, you know, good for you. And move forward, keep on moving forward. And okay, what's next? Like, let that one go. So it, it is a process of being able to listen to your heart, really, really hearing it and kind of tuning out um, your tuning out what comes from your head is my belief, and I think I agree with you. Well, and I I particularly uh, appreciated the analogy you use in your book about missing the off ramp, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> which is particularly uh, relevant to a California dweller, at least For in sure. the L.A. area. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you're listening and don't know what an off-ramp is, it's basically off of that uh, highway, <laughs> that freeway, that uh, sometimes you're, you're going along at 70 miles an hour and suddenly you realize, ah, oh, I needed to get off on that exit. And right. the next exit is a mile down if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> right. For sure. And so in my book, I talk about missing an off-ramp. And in then, you know, it's my, I love sprinkling analogies from my book. I find analogies the best way for people to understand them. I use them in my practice. I use them with my friends. They, I, I just get this image in my head of, 
of a way to help people understand what's happening in their life. And through that, it's able to kind of, um, again, help them figure out what to do and push past. So I talk about the missed off-ramp and being where you're driving past, you you miss the exit. And many people feel that, oh, I should have done that. I'm never going to get another opportunity. What am I going to do now? How... How will I solve that? Shoot. And they just immediately think, that was it. That was the last one. There's never going to be another chance. And truly, it really having the idea that it is like a, a freeway or a highway, that there is one. You don't know which, you don't know where it is. And sometimes it's a mile down the road. You know, if you're driving on an interstate highway, sometimes it's 40 miles down the road. But it does appear. And there are windows for it. And to always know that the universe has your back. The universe does want you to succeed. The universe does want you to find that way. And so the off-ramp will appear, whether it's right now or if you missed it or if it's just um, a week down the way or a day or a month, it will reappear. And then you can take that one and not say, oh, I already missed it. It's too late. I'll just keep going. So Yeah. Well, that also brings up the image of of being on this this interstate, this freeway that uh, has six lanes wide, and you're in the far fast lane, and you're <laughs> you're going seventy five miles an hour, and right. sometimes you just simply have to slow down. And mm-hmm. you mentioned that in your book about uh, being overworked and uh, how to. Uh, being overworked and off track and right. really how to get back on that track just by simply realizing that uh, everything will be okay and yeah. will guide you back onto that. What now now we're talking about the off ramp and we're talking about basically life purpose. So really, is this book about life purpose? Well, you know, going back to what you said as far as being overworked and um, and that how people just need to slow down sometimes, um, you know, I would really, going back, to, I'm just going to answer refer to something that you just said because it really brought something up for me. You know, my mother was a, a, a person who I believe she went 100 miles an hour all the time. She did for others. She she was constantly on a fast track and, and I think missed a lot of off-ramps in her life and didn't. And, I mean, I'm really of the belief that, you know, some of the things that she was doing caused disease in her body. And I know that you've talked about that on previous shows about there's ways to avoid that. And there's the things that are caused, you know, are frequently from our environment or from our way of acting or or reacting to certain situations. And it's so important to realize that we do control and we have control over these things in our lives. And by approaching it differently, by um, being able to act differently, you know, reply differently, think differently, we can, you know, either uh, fix or avoid certain problems coming up in our life. So I I think it's very important to remember, and I like how you brought that up. Um, As far as life purpose, you know, I think everybody has a reason for being here. Um, Everybody is important. Each 
individual person is important, and each individual person is important. They have their own things that they need to learn for themselves and, you know, do for others. Um, you know, from what I've read and what I understand and uh, is that, you know, it needs to be, I think, 51% service to others, that you need to be able to do for other people, that you need to think of yourself, but you also need to think of, and how is what I'm doing, how can it affect somebody else as well? Um, so, it, it, in, in my book, I talk about different ways to view it. I, I ask question after question after question, and usually what I hear from people when they're, when they're reading through my book is they're like, I hadn't thought of asking myself that. I hadn't thought of phrasing it that way. And so, you know, people sometimes ask themselves one question and then stop. So it's another way of thinking about things that come up. Great. Well, It's time for a break again, and so when we come back, we'll finish up all this information about Dr. Jana's book. So folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And my guest today, Dr. Jana Fawn, we have been discussing her book, Everything Will Be Okay, which is a book about blending psychology and spirituality and it is kind of uh, shall we say a reference book on how to to approach life and and Dr. Jana you really wrote this book after the guidance that you received from uh, your psychic medium who you mm-hmm. consulted with mm-hmm. and You have been learning about spirituality all uh, along the way since connecting with this individual. Mm -hmm. So, what was the most surprising part about spirituality that you have learned? So, interesting. For me, 
the most amazing thing that I learned was the the how important it is to meditate, and you know even even as much as I would speak about um, speak about spirituality and I was and I would tell my clients that it's really important to meditate and do my guided meditations. Just as I was resistant to writing a book, I I actually <laughs> was resistant to meditate myself. And as much I was like you know the doctor who would prescribe for everybody else, but not for myself. So right. <laughs> I started actually meditating. And when I say meditating, you know, I sometimes used to think I had to um, cross my legs and go, um, or have these thoughts come in my head. But what I learned was there's such wonderful free guided meditations out there. I mean, you could go on to YouTube and there's, there's thousands of them um, where you can punch in guided meditation and any issue that you're having, relationship. Um, anxiety, uh, you know, um, or just sleep, and and there's loads that come up. And through that, through the I through the idea that I through using meditation, it puts me in such a calm state and such an ability to have clarity and let go of everything else that's come out. It's it's like it's cleansing, and I believe it's a way to be aware of your thoughts your instincts, connecting with your higher self, which is always with you. Your higher self always knows what to do. And again, raising your vibrations. So meditation is powerful, very powerful. And it's it's a very interesting thing that um, when you say meditation, like you, like you said, some people thought about, well, having to sit for an hour or two emptying their mind and uh, that really is something that only the professional Buddhists and and people that are professionals at Mm -hmm. meditating actually can do and that's really one of the things that scares people away from meditating is mm-hmm. like Ugh, I don't have the time for that sort of thing but there are so many resources out there that can actually put the brain into that meditative state um, sounds that uh, you can actually plug in and listen to and I, I just to let everybody know that meditation is such an important thing to help with healing it's not Mm -hmm. just about connecting with your thoughts with yourself with your guides it really is about getting your body to the point where it can heal there was a very interesting thing that you had said in your book about the 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 situations that uh, people will find themselves in and start repeating over and over again. Now, this is kind of an off-the-wall question, uh, maybe, but uh, do you feel that in... When people have problems with repeated behaviors, let's mm-hmm. just say a very famous example of women that tend to find themselves in abusive relationships over mm-hmm. and over again, do you feel that is because of a belief that they carry about themselves? And how has your discoveries with spirituality helped people cancel out 
those beliefs? Okay. <laughs> it, it may be too long of a question, question to answer. <laughs> hmm? It may be too long of an answer. Think, yeah, that, that with, with just your couple minutes left to go on the show, that, that might be a tiny bit big. But let me see how I can give an abbreviated answer. Um, I think, you know, in my opinion, there are certain beliefs. I think that that, you know, that's actually where a skilled therapist would be very, very helpful. I think sometimes that's bigger than... Um, you know, just having, just listening to a meditation. And I would hope that anybody in that situation would please go and get help. There are loads of hotlines that, that you could, that, that they could call. Um, but certainly I think that, you know, sometimes there are, there are, you, you know, there's a higher self that, that they might not be listening to. So um, I think that, that there's always a way out. Um, you know, sometimes it's about being around a negative vibration for a very long time, and it. But it would be about getting getting some help, and certainly, um, I, I think there's all it can all it can always be worked through. I don't know if that answered it. That was trying to be very brief. Well, and and I did use the example of a a person in abusive relationship, but you know the the repeated behaviors can also happen with an individual in their workplace that the promotion yeah. is always passing them up because they will tend to sabotage themselves for whatever reasons and beliefs that they may carry, and. Uh, I think and the you, message in your book is that you can overcome that, but it, it does need to be a blend of the psychology with the spirituality. Yeah, I, and I think that some, sometimes you might want to find out what it is that the universe is trying to tell you how you can blend the two. I do consultations over the phone as well as in my office, so anybody who would need, you know, some help with anything that's going on in your life can certainly call me. Um, they can connect with me on the Internet. I'm, I have a website, uh, janafond.com, J-A-N-N-A-F-O-N-D.com. But, um, and that whatever is happening in your life, start to be aware of it rather than shove it down, rather than just, you know, go and get a cup of coffee or do something else to try to distract yourself. Start to pay attention to things that are happening. Start to be Well, Jenna, that's just great. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it is time for the end of the show. And I want to let everybody know you can get Dr. Fawn's book anywhere books are sold. And it is also a Kindle version book. And so... On Amazon as well. And Amazon. Okay. And... Above all else, I want to remind people that the ancient texts say, above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows from it. And so thank you, Dr. Jana, and until next week, folks, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.